Hello and welcome to the Justice for Jackie podcast. This is a Yellow Jackets podcast where I, Aidan O'Sullivan, and me, India, no last name. Uh, that's actually that's on the birth certificate. It goes India, no last name. It's it's very odd. It's Northern Ireland. It's what they do. <laughs> yeah, there will be spoilers up until season two, episode eight, which is one away from next week. When actually on the day of this release, it's the today, final episode, the, the final episode. It's so crazy that that thing happened, isn't it? What? We're actually hosting a party, aren't we? Yeah, I'm so hyped for this party. <laughs> we need to get these cocktails done. Oh, so yeah, if you genuinely drop in any kind of message, cocktails. Even just cocktail names. We had one earlier, Adam Martini. Yeah, yeah. But I'm stuck between Adam Martini and uh, Amari Tini. Oh, that's no, that's that's good too. I actually maybe, maybe an Amari Paul Spritz, which is an Alpol Spritz, but Amari. No, it's bad. Yeah, that's it's pretty shit. It's pretty shit. Today we are doing season one, episode three, which is Doll's House, and at last we finally meet the love of my life, Cabin Daddy. But before we get into that, uh, an episode rundown. Yeah, so as you've seen, we open on them all just chilling out at the plane crash, siphoning up food. Apparently they've been there for three days and <laughs> no one seems to be coming for them. Ben is sort of hating his life and Missy's really trying to be like best carer. In the modern world, uh, Shauna has met up with Mr. Adam Martin once again. And is also stalking Jeff, who may or may not be cheating on her. At the time, I 100% thought they were cheating. Oh, yeah. Definitely cheating. Oh, like, no, like... no, no, actually. I was like, that. they're they're trying to make us think he's cheating. He can't be that bad. I was always Team Jeff. See, I was always... I wasn't, I, I wasn't Team Jeff until there was no book club. No and book then club. I suddenly was like, yes, no, I'm absolutely team Jeff. I was really never team Adam. Other than that, we have Nat and Misty and their fun road trip adventures, which lead to them finding Travis. Hanging, which is, you know. Oof. Yeah, bit of an oof, bit of an oof. But Misty is now, is also catfishing Kevin, which is stunning. Incredible, incredible. I wonder work, if she Misty. tells him about escalators. Oh, chance. <laughs> Imagine like just Kevin and Nat getting down to it. And it's like, yeah, so escalators is that a is that a thing? Nat has to like go along with it. And be like, oh, <laughs> to be like, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Texting Misty like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> WD fuck Misty. <laughs> and Ty's dealing with this no-eyed man along with a whole lot of trauma. So that's sort of the basics of the episode. Yeah, you start getting into their backstory and how history keeps on sort of repeating itself with dead bodies. And I mean, she basically watched her grandma die. Which is rough. Oh, yeah. But also, seeing um, the no-eyed man in Ty's flashback to, to kind of life long before the wilderness when she was younger, if if all this is supernatural stuff and not just, like, trauma and blah, 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 because no one knows whether it's science or supernatural stuff, if it is supernatural stuff, it's been going since long before the wilderness. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's... I used to be on team absolute science. There was no wilderness nothing. There was no wilderness nothing. But then re-watching it, I realised that Jackie was marked by the wilderness with the poison ivy a long time before. And I thought... Oh yeah, it had it out for her. Yeah. And so I... And there's a lot of that, this episode, there's a lot of like stuff that I didn't notice the first time I watched it, that watching it back, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. The fucking wilderness knew. The wilderness knew. But yeah, but we also get to meet the cabin, which is quite fun. Weirdly, the cabin in my mind, is also a sort of character in itself. Oh, yeah. Like, in the... It is the home base for everything happening, while at the same time being a little bit spooky, a little bit scary, and a, a big icon for this is them in the wilderness. When it's, like, it's like when Ben's having his flashbacks in more recent episodes, and they start switching to inside the cabin. Mm -hmm. And I think... And also, that cabin's not a big cabin. And there's, like... About 20 of them in oh, there. Oh, well, actually. Well, actually, sorry. Actually. Whoa, well, actually. Uh, so, at the beginning of this episode, we saw a funeral. Very depressing. Rip. Um, but this is the only time, sort of, in the show that we see all of the, the girls together, the whole team. Yeah, well, we do see various numbers of them around. Like, like leaving the plane and things, you can sort of count how many there are. Oh, yeah, but now they're all in a circle. Then and we know how many are alive. And we've counted 
18 plus Ben. But more importantly, this is the one that the writers said this is the most accurate number of them. And so, looking through, okay, because we now have 19 characters that we know didn't die in the plane crash, we can name Shauna, Lottie, Nat, Jackie, Ty, Misty, Van, Mari, Travis, Javi, Akila, Jen, Melissa, Crystal, Ben, and Laura Lee. And so that's 16. Three people are unaccounted for. (laughs) Three people still aren't there. Now, that's three people. In theory, they could have just gone, no, this is... This is now it. We're not going to introduce any more. But I know that they wanted the ability to introduce more people later. Oh, yeah. So next season, we might... Just a few more. Get some more extras. Sneak them in. Which could be fun. Could be fun. I mean, it gives Maybe we haven't met Pit Girl yet. I think we have. I think we're going to see Pit Girl next episode. Not to, like, jump so far ahead. But the finale I'm predicting, and I know it's out by the time this episode's out, so you can all laugh at me, but I'm predicting we meet Pit Pit Girl. I I can't, I can't imagine we meet Pit Girl, because we've, we've, I mean, again, spoilies, but we've just seen Javi die. I'm 100% saying that that's just going to be them thinking of whether or not they eat Javi they're not the thinking episode. about it. They, well, no, they, they are going Javi to. Javi died with the intention to. of eating. Javi. But, yeah, I think the most important part of at least this episode is starting to see the shift in power dynamics between Jackie and Ty. Oh, big time. Because it was up with the vote and everyone, including Shauna, voted for Ty. And like oh. a couple people voted for Jackie. And it also sets up this kind of jealousy thing where... Mari and Jackie are paired off and Shauna mm. and Ty pair off and Shauna and Jackie are just being dicks to each other as they often are. Just admit you're in love, guys. Yeah, they really are in love. And it's just, and it's even when she's in there, she's in there in her, like, in her just, I mean, effectively just underwear on the beach and then she turns to Mari and be like, oh my god, Mari, you're so clever. Oh god, and Shauna's just so like, cute. fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Fight you later. Also, at this funeral, we have dead Rachel ripped to Rachel, I guess. Uh, but she is mentioned as being the only one of them that knows anything about trigonometry. And so going along my trigonometry theory, where if all these girls didn't fucking suck at trig, they'd live. Rachel should have lived. Absolutely. The Absolutely. wilderness spirit had to kill Rachel, or they would have done fucking Pythag- Pythagoras theorem and got out of there. Yeah, I'm one hundred. <laughs> I mean, you know, the symbol is a triangle. Like... Coincidence. I think not. Obviously, everything has to do with the trick, and the wilderness spirit is actually just a massive maths nerd. Secret, absolute maths nerd. New theory, this whole thing was set up by their maths teacher. Yeah. And once they can solve an equation, they're all allowed out. <laughs> Absolutely. Jackie failed the test. She had to go. Jackie started going on about things being cubed and... Oh. Laura Lee didn't believe in maths because it's against God's way or something, so... Yeah, definitely. That would she also had to go. It. Javi was really too young to be in that class, so he's gone. Yeah. Who'd be next, then? On the level of who would who would be the next one who was bad at maths and therefore Well, unless Ben's die. secretly teaching maths, he has no reason to be there. That's true. That's very true. So wait, so what, what is our stance? Is that the wilderness really hates trigonometry? Is it kills no, people my, good at No, my stance is it's all... Um, a big maths test set up by their teacher and when they can successfully do trigonometry they get out but uh, he's you. killing the ones that are not doing well absolutely failing at trigonometry <laughs> but then why would it kill Rachel then oh because I guess it would then be really easy for them yeah yeah they would have all just cheated off Rachel so she had to go uh, clearly they had to had to make it a level playing field to then see how people's yeah. math skills developed yeah Got you. God, I, I'm fine with just like cool maths games, to be fair. I'd I prefer. <laughs> Get that Papa's Pizzeria. Oh, no, no. This is back in the day when it was like actually like maths quizzes. Or what was it? What Papa's was that? Papa's Jackie Ria. What was. What, Jesus. What was the. Papa's Jackie Ria. I've just. I like. I, <laughs> I got that. And then I got it a second <laughs> time when he actually. Was very good. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Well done. That was, that was, that was good, that. Thank you. Um, it's about to be Papa's Havy Ria, but you know. Pit girl area. That'd be one too. That's pretty good. Cabin daddy's pit girl area. <laughs> Cabin daddy's pit girl area. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I think thinking of the the seaside scene or the the lakeside lovely the beach. The lakeside scene is one of my favorites. It's so nice because they're just so 
even though everything's like crazy going on, it's one of those like nice flashbacks to no, they are just teenagers. Yeah, I love those like brief moments of calm where they're all just hanging out. Yeah, when they're just just having. We fun. also get a bonus support to everyone's favorite Jackie is a lesbian theory. Yeah. Look, she doesn't find Travis hot, and I think um, let me consult the the men. Um, is is Travis hot? Um, I would say Travis is hot in the same way that that kid in Jimmy Neutron, you know, that like he has does, a lollipop yeah, so right. and sits there and just like, Ugh, so brooding and things like that. People find that attractive. Yeah, that, he looks like, tra- oh my God. Okay, he really does, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does, doesn't he? Okay, so uh, we've consulted. Travis is objectively attractive. And so the fact that Jackie isn't attracted to him is just proof that she must be a lesbian and there's no other explanation. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also in that scene, though, we had um, my favourite thing. One of my favourite songs in the show. They played Dreams by the Cranberries, which A, banger, B, underscores the scene perfectly, but C, is the theme tune to Dairy Girls. All I could think about then was what would the Dairy Girls do in uh, the fucking wilderness? Absolutely. How, well, who, who, would die? who would die on the crash? Who would die I, in the plane crash? I think... The plane would crash, and within five minutes, Michelle would just be like, we should eat James. And they're like, we don't need to eat anyone. And she's like, oh, well, he's a bit of a dick, isn't he? So- oh, no, I think, I, think, I think Michelle would either completely stress out or just be like, just be Jackie. At that point, everyone would realise that actually Michelle's... Orla would have them sorted. Oh, Orla, Orla would be lost. Orla would have them out of there in a second. I would either have them out of there in a second or would like start a religious cult. <laughs> and just and just be Lottie, absolutely. Claire just like huddled in a corner. Yeah. Erin would be Shauna. She would be angstily what? writing in her diary. <laughs> I mean, you saw the episode where Claire does the hunger strike yeah. for like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, but I do imagine that in the Dairy Girl scenario, it's not even like a plane crash. It's just like the bus broke down and they're stuck in Craig Avon or something. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, it is a beautiful scene. Um, but then Lottie spots the cabin. And I think it's very important that Lottie's already very in touch. Because she just took the last of her medication. Yeah. Meaning that she's not quite off her meds yet. So this is more than can just be blamed on Lottie's insane. Yeah. She sees the cabin. She sees the cabin. She's drawn to it and then is immediately like, fuck this. I don't want to go in there. Yeah. I'm getting bad vibes. Bad vibes. And that's because Cabin Daddy was just, you know, chilling out. In the top of the roof. I still think the thing I said this at the time. This is one. This is on on the murder board. I think, but I think Cabin Daddy. The idea of him in his attic, sitting there with a gun next to him, and the markings on the floor, and somehow he just he's just he just sits there and he just sits there and dies sitting there implies that he's scared of something. Oh yeah, he can't leave that spot. Yeah, he's terrified that he's. That something is coming for him to the point where he's happy to sit there until he dies. Oh yeah, that's spooky. There, there's something out there. Either that, or everyone's just going madly insane. I think it's a bit of both, but generally speaking, I think it is very much it because because it's not. But it's not even like he can. He could run away. He had the plane. He knew how the plane worked, but he didn't even want to leave his attic to get food from downstairs he preferred to just sit there and starve that's surrounded by symbols so do you think he he made the symbol to protect himself or do you think the symbols were there and he was like fuck i don't know see i don't know because the symbols when they're on the tree that's obviously because someone has cut them into the tree and then as the tree's grown they've spread out so they have that nice thick line Mm -hmm. but on the floor that has been like very, very delicately gouged out of the floor and multiple times into the big symbol. Where it's not just like a circle, it is the the big the big points in the symbol. Yeah. But it's also quite it also one hundred percent could also be a map still. And it kind it, of is a map. It as ties well. into the map and we know that now, but it clearly means more than just Yeah. A map of the area. Because otherwise why the fuck's it carved all around this dead guy? Yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. It's almost, it's almost like he's using it as like a salt line, as a protection against... It really didn't fucking work. Yeah. Well, actually, well, in theory, it did. Uh, yeah, I guess nothing got him. He just... Nothing got him. He just died. Yeah. Which 
could either mean that something was did get him, but he just no, it's, sort of he seemingly just died. Starved, yeah, starved or died in no water or something like that. In the modern world, though, uh, outside of the cabin daddy drama, Misty and Nat are on a road trip, listening to cats the entire way, which is stunning. I'm sure Nat was having the time of her life. And Misty mentions some men that she's met. One of these men she turned down for stealing office supplies. And I just, I think, I just want to see a diagram of Misty's moral compass. Murder? Fine. Stealing office supplies from work? That's, oh, that's crossing the line there, isn't it? it? Kidnapping, murder, fine, fine, fine. Grand larceny, sure. Hacking federal documents, fine. You took a pen? You took a fucking stapler? A biro? How could you? It's just... That's it. Also that uh, she sent a man feet pics and he didn't respond. God love her. Yeah, that was my favorite thing. It's like, oh, this guy was like really into feet. And then he just ignored me afterwards. <laughs> and it's just like, what? <laughs> sent you feet pics, please respond. <laughs> I did see on Twitter, though, that somebody was trying to say that people should stop defending Misty. Misty did nothing wrong, and I'll stand by that forever. True. However, she did drug everyone and attempt to sexually assault Ben. Look, yeah, it's not it's not the vibe. I'm not going to say it's the vibe. Uh, but what I am going to say is, right, hear me out, hear me out here, right? Okay, Um, she was kind of, like, sad, though. She didn't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but it misty. She she misty. She misty. It's okay. It's okay. You can't be mad at misty. Can't be. Ben clearly can. He punches her in the face in this episode. Oh I'm my like, god! Yeah. I love misty. She's our favorite. She's done nothing wrong ever in her life. I probably would have punched her in the face. Yeah. Ben's on the floor, being like, "Oh my god, I'm in so much pain. My leg's gone. Why, God, why?" And misty's just like. Come here, we'll go, we'll get you safe, we'll get you all cleaned up. I'll kiss it better. I'll kiss it better, Ben. I'm not surprised Ben twatted her. Again, I mean, like you said, I've done exactly the same thing. But... In Ben's dramatic breakdown, he does go, um, God, it's like, I wish I died. Which, foreshadowing. Ben's there... wanted to die the whole time. There is a lot of foreshadowing in this episode. This though. episode's mad for it. Yeah. There's so much I didn't notice. Yeah, like, Caligula can't use the phone and stuff like that. Which, I mean, from the most recent episode, Misty 100% believes Caligula's, like, a just a dude. <laughs> just like... She's gonna marry that bird someday. Oh, 100%. But Caligula's just, just some guy. <laughs> Misty is such an interesting person. Because her moral compass is so screwed that if you asked her what's worse, killing someone or stealing a pie... She respond with, is it a fruit pie or a meat pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she just, I think that's why I like stealing office supplies is so like abhorrent to her because it's just not something Misty would do. I, th- I think Misty, she doesn't, she's not like, oh, murder's fine, but she's very much like all the murder she has done is justified in her mind. Like he was stealing office supplies because he wanted office supplies, but she's, you know, kidnapping and murdering people for her friends. I guess that's it, it's justification. Like, I don't think Misty can come up with a reason, a justification for stealing office supplies. Like, it's not like you don't have any money, you are working in an office. It's not like you can't just go out and buy a three quid stapler. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think she can think of a reasonable justification for doing that. Stealing medication from the thing, I think she's able to justify that, like, oh, I might need it. Yeah, she has I might, reason for that. I might that. need to protect myself or other people, which, to be honest, she sort of does. Misty did nothing wrong. Yeah, Before yeah. Before foreshadowing from this episode, we had, um, on one occasion, Jackie says, if poison ivy's what kills me, then I deserve to die. Yeah. Uh, and we also have her the second she gets in the water being like, oh my god, it's way too cold and getting out because she really can't handle the cold, our Jackie, can she? No, no, she can't. You've got down here, you can't even tell what her favourite book is. Which. <laughs> the only good thing Travis has ever said. He was so annoying in this episode. Oh my god. Oh, Travis was such a broody little bitch this whole episode. Okay, your dad died. I get it. No, that was mean. 
Okay, your dad died. I get it. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> uh, people keep calling him Flex, which is a hilarious nickname. I don't, I don't buy the sad backstory. I still think it's funny. But uh, he says one funny thing, and that is uh, when they find the pornos. And uh, I think it's Van is like, do you actually jack off to this? And he's just like, no, you can't even tell what her favorite book is. <laughs> Such a sarcastic little bitch. I no. I don't. I don't think that was sarcastic at all. I think that's complete jealousy. Oh, he's Him, just that annoying. He's just that annoying. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can't even tell what her book is. Obviously, like, I'm not like the other guys. <laughs> I don't like porn. I read fiction. It's like it's like the kind of person... okay. But then he takes the porn and goes sits outside. True. He's gonna go brood and read this porn magazine under a tree for it's a while. F- I like I like the articles actually. I just think. Um, Playboy does really good articles about like politics, oh. more like politics. Whoa! Yeah. Adam, on the branch of annoying man, Adam Martin annoys the shit out of me. He's just such a granola dad. Oh, he's like, such a pretentious artsy boy, and Sean is buying it, which hurts more. Well, I think that's just you basically take any sort of housewife of that sort of age, and you go, hey. I'm a mysterious person who Quitting goes along my own dreams. Books at you. I I make art, but like just the impressionist art, because I really feel like, and they will be, they will drop their trousers immediately. Like, just, I've been drawn here to get a martini. No, it's it's just a bar, dude. You're not going where the wind takes you. You no. wanted to drink, and you're in a bar. Yeah, or you were just. Following Shauna, which is almost definitely what was happening. Creepy little fucker. Yeah. It's not like he didn't, you know, paint her multiple times. Okay, right. Is that is that an attractive thing to have done? I, I, I think don't... it's one of those things that it depends on the reception. If somebody sat there, if I walked into a room and there was a bunch of beautifully painted portraits of me... I'd be freaked out. I'd be But I guess terrified. some people like it. But Shauna is is drinking this up because he's quoting i don't know smart people literature at her i can't name what he's quoting i'm not smart Mm. uh and she's got that weird fantasy that we find out about later where she's like oh i was gonna go study and then go to france or something and meet some boy who knows what a book is and can read and adam can read and jeff can't because he's too busy fucking credences so (laughs) definitely i think he's just I think Adam is just a guy who, I mean, as we caught sort of found out, because I was already like slightly put off by this Adam character at the time, because I thought like, oh, everyone's getting blackmailed, and then Adam just shows up. Well, yeah, there was definitely the thought that Adam was the blackmailer, or the thought that Adam was Harvey, or once again, the weird ass thought that Adam was the baby. Yeah. Everyone thought that Adam was something, but no, he's just annoying. Who just makes art and like goes the wind because i'm too cool Uh, yeah absolute granola dad energy outside of shauna uh ty and her creepy son sammy is acting up again through a guy down a slide or something yeah it's it's weird because at the time when you watch this episode for the first time obviously you don't know that the fugue state is a thing you just think I mean, everyone who watched it in the group chat, every time they watch it, they're like, oh, Sammy is some cursed little kid. Sammy, oh, yeah. Sammy, Sammy is some, like, ghost, like, spooky dude. But actually, he's not. He's just haunted by his mother. Oh, yeah. This, this doll who has its eyes taken out, presumably by Ty. Uh, or at least Fugue State Ty. Yeah, we, we still, like, to this point in the show, unless something's happened in the finale, don't know shit all about the man with no eyes this episode is kind of the most we get of him yeah and it's insane and it's someone who seems to have been hiding or it's is deeply linked in with ty and it seems to be connected to her quite a lot oh yeah and i feel like in this episode once um sammy says to ty um you're not the bad one Mm. that's when Ty sort of catches on and realises that this thing that Sammy's afraid of is in fact fugue state her which we don't know about yet as the audience yeah but, but rewatching, she, you're like oh she shit knows, she knows but she still she knows but then also is sort of doesn't really know like she so, she thinks she she. I presume at this point she's like oh shit is it happening again 
because it's it oh yeah because she doesn't know that she's sleepwalking yeah but it is this sort of within their like storyline uh of ty's family it's this sort of like mystery horror story of what the fuck's going on with sammy and it's mm. so weird that she's going on this like this journey to find out what's terrifying the shit out of her son only to find out that it's her yeah and it's the fact that you know she goes to the like psychologist who I mean, this happens in later episodes but still and she does she goes through all that effort just to find out yeah it's it's just always been her or at least this other her yeah Oh, jeez. And Simone is slaying us as usual. I agree with everything Simone ever says. Uh, yeah. I feel like most people do. That, like, whilst uh, I love and support Ty and everything she does, I think Simone is fully within her right every time she's just like, what the fuck? Dude, go get help. Can you stop valuing your political campaign over our family, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just going, hey, no, don't, you know... I get that you want to be, you want to help New Jersey, but also don't, you know, start going after this guy. Don't stoop to his level if you if you don't do that. It, but yeah, it's it's really, it's something that I think is why Simone is a really rather good match for Ty because Ty is has got a short fuse, and mm. just like everyone who comes out of the wilderness, a flexible moral compass. Oh yeah, like I. I really like Simone, maybe not necessarily as like the the romantic side uh, to Ty, but more so just as someone needs to tell Ty, get your fucking shit together. Yeah. And Simone is very much there to do that, all through series one, and then obviously things go a bit shit in season two. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, Simone, Simone also works quite well as... Uh, in a more slightly more meta sense, as a person who the audience can relate to, yeah. Because if you were with Ty, that's what you would say. Whereas you can be, you can see Ty's whole situation. You see the whole path that Ty is going down, and the weird craziness going on, and the craziness of the wilderness. And then you have got Simone, who is basically just a normal dude, just a normal person mm-hmm. who you can mirror, kind of mirrors your emotions as a person watching the show because they're telling Ty hey you murdered our dog that's fucking bananas go get help oh yeah and whilst I love Simone we did get a whole lot more of Ty and Van in this episode which yeah. is so cute especially when um Ty's doing Akila's hair and they're just looking over to each other and I'm like they're they're so cute I think I think Ty is such a odd well I think Ty and Van work almost better than Ty and Simone as a couple, because... Oh, I think they work better as a couple. I just think that uh, Simone is needed to put Ty in her place. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, it's like yeah, Vi- Ty and Van will just absolutely move in the same direction. So Simone will help them move in the one they should be moving in. Mm-hmm. And I think, and you really see that when you see, like, adult Van come back, and you see just, as soon as those two are together, Ty seems way happier uh-huh. Just, just, just as a genuinely is now just happy again, but they are still moving in the same direction. It's not exactly in a healthy path. Yeah, she's ignoring her current life and family to be with Van. Yeah, and be in a video store and and it's and the other side is she does all of this and she is like the whatever. What's the what's the, the basically the MP of the New Jersey? What's it called? Senator of New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So American she American politics. America. Yeah, because she's like the senator. She's one of the senators while doing all of this. She's a senator while hitchhiking across the <laughs> across the country in an, in an RV. It's good stuff. Yeah. And Ty talking to Lottie in this episode because Lottie's all spooked to fuck. Will not go in the cabin, which she has good reason for because she finds a whole ass fucking dead body. Uh, but Ty going to her and being like, "I don't believe in that shit," and you're not going to either. And I'm like, oh. Oh, Ty. Oh, Ty. Oh, Ty, you will all believe in that shit real soon. I think... The foreshadowing in this episode is insane. Yeah, it is very... Yeah. I think at this point, you you have been hooked into the into the show to watch it. Like, by this point, I was I was hooked. I was oh, absolutely... We, yeah. I need to watch all of this show now. I mean, I, I'm now doing podcasts on it, so hey. It worked. Yeah. 
It's a good episode, and it's a good episode because it shows quite a lot how their dynamics as a friendship group work, and how their, I mean, like I was saying before, with Jackie and Ty, like, battling for control mm-hmm. and things. Which, this is where control very much is handed over yeah. to Ty. They go where Ty says. But And like Shauna says, it's only because, you know, they needed water, but Jackie's taken it very personally. Which... I think just shows the immaturity of Jackie. It's not... With Jackie in this episode, you really feel for her, because it's it's not necessarily immaturity, it's just sort of inability to adapt. I feel like, for me personally, Jackie is much closer to how I would react in this situation. Like, she's having a breakdown, everyone else is like, ooh, cabin, time to get blankets and do useful things, and Jackie's just crying outside, because... A fucking plane crashed, and they're lost, and they're stuck, and no one's coming to help them. It's yeah. not bad for her to have a breakdown, it's just not useful. useful. And I think that's what... But I think everybody else still feels that. I think it's it's one of those weird things. Do What, what is the best thing to do in the situation? Is it hide your emotions and just be, like, and plow on? Yeah, which clearly worked for the rest of them. Yeah. Or is it acknowledge your emotion acknowledge it's bad and then sit just and sit, dwell on just, that yeah literally sit and dwell on it until you're at a point where you can then then you can distract yourself which is apparently the healthy thing to do she's fucked and she knows she's fucked does she she's one of the ones that says at some point in the episode that like someone might not even come yeah you know when they're talking they're like when we'll get rescued and she's like if if we get rescued I think she just has given up already already she's she hasn't even tried and she's given up yeah she just was like oh hard no thank you which yeah fair because it, it's really hard yeah it's really really hard what and they're like, doing is not i feel like the second that shauna goes against her that's when she's like okay none of it's worth it yeah i, I can't have my shauna bed i can't so. have the love of my life slash best friend uh yeah. and <sighs> i'm in hell and everything's fucked and they took my face cleanser so, <laughs> fuck it all. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I can't have my Marcella water in the morning, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I'm, I'm gone. I think something that we haven't done for previous episodes, which I think would be something quite fun to build on now, to introduce as a thing, is keeping track of crimes. Oh, they commit so many crimes. In this episode alone, we have Nat and Misty breaking into a whole house and going to fucking jail. Yeah, I'm thinking we i mean because we went through and we went through each episode so far so we're just gonna list yeah catch everyone up on the crimes yeah and then go and then from this point on we could have a running tally of how many crimes have been committed now for things like the underage drinking we're just classing underage drinking as one crime they drink on occasion yeah they've done it yeah I think I think basically we do it for generally new crimes. Like yeah. every time there's a new, more interesting crime brought up. But in episode one, we start with the murder of Pit Girl. That's a pretty bad one. Which that's a crime. Does it kind of technically is it a crime? I know that killing people is a crime, but well, situationally, they all, they all when they got out of the wilderness seems to have a pardon for everything that was done in the wilderness. I guess as you would. Which is understandable. So because does I, it? Do any of these go on the crime counter? I feel like they got to go on the crime counter. They have to go on the crime counter. Now, interestingly, in American law, because of the way Pit Girl died, it actually is a lot more of a crime. So the fact that it's... Yeah, it's really weird. So, you know how there's the protecting your home thing in America where you can have a gun to protect your property? Yeah, sadly. If you make a booby trap... That's whole ass illegal, and you'll go to prison for 25 years if you kill someone. Even though you can shoot someone, you just can't put down a landmine. Or not a landmine, you can't like make a tripwire that has like a dark gun. If you did that, you go to prison forever, because traps don't distinguish between different people. Basically, there could be people who are checking your electric meter, who has a completely an honest right to be on your property, even without your permission, that it might damage. And so that means those kind of setting traps for somebody or for something, especially a spike pit, which already it's problematic because the, I mean, the ones in Vietnam were fucking awful. Fun, fun, interesting history fact. 
what they used to do is used to take bamboo, cut it in an angle, and then fill an entire pit with the spikes, just like the spike pit that they fall into, that the pit girl falls into. But what they also used to do is smear human feces on all of the spikes. So even if you survive the pit, because it wasn't, it wouldn't always kill you, but you would definitely get scratches, and those scratches would then get infected, and that would kill you. Hence the reason why bike pits. Spiky thing. Yeah. I would love to see That's that That's why that they are now... Well, I think I do I mean, the, the gym in, in, thing in was war. filled with sexual tension. You're not, you're oh, not yeah, that was allowed to use I mean, them every, because... It's the fact Damn, that... can we put war crime on the crimes list? I, I think that they has to go on war, it. War crimes right now? So not only is it 25 to life <laughs> for murder, it's also a war, war crime. <laughs> so... We've also got, in episode one, obviously, a fair amount of underage drinking... Uh, we've also got, you know, they buy and take drugs. Yeah. They set bonfires, which is illegal, apparently. I, I try to find out how many, what, what that actually go down crime-wise for. Because it seems to be, if in New Jersey is a state, the arson laws are really complicated. Class one is paying someone to burn something down. It's basically effectively taking a hit out on a building by paying someone to burn down. That's first class arson. And there's second class arson, which is you burning down something because you want the thing gone, whether or not it's a... Okay, but is it arson if they're not burning anything down, they just have a fire? Well, third degree arson is burning something to destroy it. It doesn't have to be a specific... It doesn't even have to be a specific thing. But it is definitely arson, and they w- and it is definitely a crime because you need to get it... If you wanted to have a fire like that, you need to get a permit from the fire department of New Jersey... To then be able to have a fire, fire feel like these kids maybe didn't do that. Exactly. So I think it would definitely go down on the crimes list. I think it's just I can't I can't work out. It's it either is life in prison, or it's ten years, or it's three years, or it's quite a big fine. Grand. Uh, also at this party, drink driving. Yeah. Um, That'll do it, and... Good old DUI. Right at the end of episode one, Misty steals that medication, so there's some theft. Yeah, and theft of prescription meds, which... Ooh, that's bad. Not great. So that is uh, seven crimes for episode one. In episode two, Nat breaks and enters into Misty's house. Yeah. With a gun, but I, I weirdly think the gun's not the illegal bit here. Well, okay, the gun... Breaking and entering, very illegal. Good old B&E. Um, the fact that she walked in there with a gun and then points it at Misty... Not the vibe. Implies, like, like a really good, like, DA department could call that attempted murder. If not, it is definitely threatening human life and something like that. Where basically you're pointing a gun at someone because you want to cause them emotional or physical distress. It was Which fine, is though, a crime. They're besties, so it was it was okay. And uh, we also have blackmail. Yeah. Uh, all the postcard shit. Uh, Misty stalking everyone. There's got to be a crime in there, but I don't know how she got this stuff. So maybe well, it was all totally fine and legal. I think I think I remember her talking about how she's like hacked into things or paid people to hack into things and stuff like that. And all of that's crime. All of that's like big time crime. Bringing into like federal. Okay, so we, can we like just that. put Misty on the crime counter? Yeah. And uh, she also steals Natalie's bricks or whatever. She damages Natalie's property. Mad by crime. cutting her, effectively cutting her brake, or her starter motor, something like that. There's but she, car things in there, yeah. Yeah, she she effectively she down, uh, willingly damages Natalie's property, which would cause that that's destruction of property. That's that's a crime. Woo! That's uh, four crimes for episode two, and now onto the current episode. We have uh, Shauna who impersonates the police question mark at the hotel yes. when she wants the room number that's a crime well yeah she's impersonating a federal agent which is yeah impersonating a, crimes. a police officer and I guess Adam does it too yeah okay so that's but that's still one because it's only one but still like that's like that's like big time crimes yeah it's big crimes uh, and we also have obviously breaking and entering into Travis's house which they do get arrested for this one yeah they do get out with a baked effect. That's just like a warning. Thirteen crimes, and at last they go to 
jail for half an hour. Well, they just get just have a chat, to be honest. <laughs> they 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 just call Ty, and Ty's like, I I can't be bothered. Yeah, Ty's just like, Nah, you're on your own, mate. They call Kevin, and Missy's like, Hey, so you know you've been chatting to that uh this 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 hop. He's a slizz. Yeah, well, she's in prison. Can you get her out? Knowing that it's Misty trying to get her. And it works, Kevin. Where yeah. is the justice? For... Jackie? Podcast? Wait, what? What? How did you do that? <laughs> fucking Whoa. That brings us to what is... Community Corner. Absolutely. Our, I guess I guess it's not really a new segment. It's got a new name Yeah. what was an old segment. I, I've been pretty hyped about today's Community Corner since you read it to me earlier. Oh, yeah. We have... Two, but we have a choice. This won't happen every week, but managed to double book us. So the choices are oral bacteria or couch cop. I feel like I don't have a choice, and we're going to read them both. Um, but Which one do you want first? Start with oral bacteria. So, somebody under the handle B Benamore is a. Basically, they've used their degree in dental hygiene to show the bacterias that each member of the basically the group would have seeing their diet and how much they'd be eating and how much they'd not brush their teeth this entire time i mean to be fair they all have suitcases they do have suitcases so it's likely they had at least some toothpaste i mean they're long gone by now in the show but true and i feel like in this episode we did actually see someone brush their teeth or like yeah by I, I reckon they could get, like, if they really rationed everyone's, like, a month's worth of... Maybe. But also, you go to... When you go on, in there. When you go on holiday, you only get, like, the small toothpaste, yeah, don't you? Yeah, if they only brought that, then they're a bit fucked. True. There are, there are ways of making toothpaste out of, like, ash and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so they could have been brushing their teeth the whole time. They could have. It... The chances are, we basically... Yeah, it's, it's like, there's a way you do it. You take animal fat and you mix it into ash like the white ash um and you make sure there's activated charcoal in there and it works it's not something you can actually like use consistently but the you can you can use it as one going forward because you need to because of various bacteria, well, including if they mentioned <laughs> that in misty's babysitter training then their teeth are so fucking clean right now absolutely um okay so, the first bacteria is Streptococcus mutants. It causes cavities when associated with other factors, lack of dental hygiene, acidic diet, even genetic predisposition. So, thinking of how much they're biting and eating human flesh, and also lots and lots of trees and stuff like that, lots of plants, lots mm. of acidic diet. So, there was also Streptococcus gordoni and lactobacillus acidophilus, another dental, fl- uh, often found in dental plaque associated with S mutants, and if not removed by brushing or, brushing or flossing, it could cause polyphoromus gingivitis. Supercalifragilistic expialidocious. Yeah, um, basically it's a, it's a more acute form of gingivitis, and... It can cause dental mobility, aka your teeth falling out, uh, bleeding, and root exposure. So whether you're like your gums recede upwards, and it just pain, pain Ouch. in your teeth fall out, bad. As well as the fact that because of how bad their diet is, they've probably all got some kind of vitamin C deficiency, scurvy going on already. Oh yeah, most definitely. So bad. Not having a great time right now. Yeah. So in conclusion, brush your teeth three times a day and floss. Three? They've said brush t- brush three times a day. Yes, uh, I love brushing my teeth three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> three? I thought it was two. Two's normal, right? I'm not insane. And also, I don't think I've flossed in like a year. <laughs> Shit, guys. Shit. We're worse than well, the wilderness I'm gonna, ones. I'm we need get, some of that I'm gonna animal get, fat. I'm going to caucus mutants. That one, that one I've definitely got. You're going to have <laughs> a caucus in your mouth? Well, if you... Uh, and they also give the piece of advice... <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to blow past that one. <laughs> dirty bird. <laughs> right, and remember, if you are ever stranded in the wilderness, it's important to remember that the key of keeping these guys at bay is the mechanical removal of plaque, even if that is with someone's streptococcus. Whoa. <laughs> these, this kind of thing, I love. I love it when people use their... Thing it's to just hyper specific knowledge to like analyze these things. I oh, it's so fun. I love it. 
it's like it's i mean i don't know the the best the best hyper specific knowledge is like joinery and carpentry knowing things about furniture i mean it was great for jeff's furniture escapades last episode that's true that is true but it's not as cool as knowing knowing how quickly all the people would yeah we need like a doctor's analysis i want i want yellow jackets if there's a doctor out there come on the podcast we want to hear it I want a lawyer's reaction to all oh of the my God, yes. all of the different things. Okay. Actually, on the note of lawyer, the couch cop has been created by someone called Ship MCN, or AKA Jeff Sadecki's lawyer. Oh my God. Yeah. We found him. <laughs> we found his lawyer. We've at last found Jeff Sadecki's lawyer. Um, He's safe at last. It seems to be him and a couple of. I'm sorry, I'm saying, I'm saying here. Um, them and just assume that all lawyers are men i did you sexist bastard uh, do you know what? it's also good i just bet you lawyer. look at porn and you don't even know what their favorite books are now ahem the couch cop law is as follows this is basically it's what a... is a couch cop in sorry 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 a couch so the couch cop is the name of the ship between kevin aka with a y cop, yeah kievan and Jeff Sadecki. Oh. Because of couches. Yes, and, he, and loves, cop. he loves he, furniture. He does love furniture. Right. Sadecki's. Well, rock. as of this point that this podcast is about, we haven't seen them interact. And as of this point in the show, we've seen them interact twice. So I am thrilled to see well, the seems, love story develop between Jeff seem, and Kevin. Yeah, it seems to be for this one that it's sort of half fan fiction half fan theory Ooh, i love a fanfic i <laughs> come on i don't um <laughs> give us the yellow jackets fan fiction we'll okay. get wattpad up in next week's community corner <laughs> <laughs> ao3 <laughs> no. so okay it starts off yn doing crimes with misty <laughs> <laughs> misty x <laughs> caligula <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, on the escalator. <laughs> on an escalator. <laughs> anyway, so it's 1995, a year before the shit goes down. Before the plane goes down, um, Jackie breaks up with Jeff for the summer, so he goes to one of Lottie's parties alone. He meets up with Kevin there, and they hook up. Damn. And they spend summer together. This bitch gay. But by September, they break up, and Jeff is back. With Jackie. Fuck, ah, dude. Yes. So so Kevin's feeling pretty shit at this moment. You know, Jeff's basically said, yeah. hey, there's no... Kevin's pretty sad about it, you pretty know? Kevin, Kevin's pretty sad. He's pretending to be crushing on that. Yeah. When really? Really? He's just thinking about Jeff. Aren't we all? I'm uh, just anyway. thinking about Jeff too, to be fair. 1996, the girls are stranded and they find comfort in each other. The girls Aww. are stranded. And so Kevin and Jeff find comfort in each other. They do argue, though. They argue a lot, because it's still like thing. But they're basically as seen as it's like Nat's guy and yeah. Jackie's guy. They're both sad that... They're both sad that they're, 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 uh... their bestie slash girlfriend slash romantic partners is gone well, down. To be fair, this bit makes vague sense. It not does. that I, I don't... I'm not sure I'm totally on board with this ship, but... I can get I can get on board with they they talked a bit during this time. Yeah. They could they could theoretically be bros. I think I think I think they've just become like sort of bros. Oh yeah. Like have okay. a beer, cry over your probably dead girlfriends. Yeah. It makes sense. Do some trig. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> They're studying up on triangles, like we're gonna get you out of there. <laughs> don't tell them there's a circle on top of the triangle or they'll shit themselves. Like, Fuck we don't know what pie is. <laughs> Okay, um, now, unless that brings us to 1998, the girls come back, and Jeff and Kevin basically officially break up. They stop talking to each other. Oh, fuck, because I, I guess Jeff's with Shauna. Jeff's with Shauna, and, you know, the marriage is next, and stuff like that, yeah. and it just goes... Can't marry Kevin, you know? Can't marry Kevin. So it's it's all a bit it's all a bit up in the end, it's a bit, it's a bit sad, so Kevin's just really taking it to heart. Yeah, however... That brings us to 2021. As you know, Shauna has done the big crime. Oh, yeah. And Jeff needs to get Shauna off. 
Oh, well, Jeff's been getting, trying to get Sean off for a while now. By getting Kevin off. What? The if this is theory, where the show goes, the I swear theory, to God. <laughs> the fan theory is that Jeff has to seduce Kevin to get Shauna exonerated. Look, look. I can see it happen. I would love it. Absolutely. I, just, I don't personally, uh, as much as I love this story, get this ship, but I would love to see that happen. Well, I think I do. I mean, get... the the gym thing was filled with sexual tension. Yeah, and to be fair, I feel like if Jeff walked up to me in a gym and started being like, "Yo, boss man, why why you why you coming off my wife like that?" I too would want to kiss him. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get where these people are coming from. And I think it's important for them to for Jeff and Jeff and Kevin as well. I think it's something that they need in their lives because Jeff's Jeff's all like a bit crazy and thing. And Sean is obviously something that they... Jeff and Shauna yeah. are the the bye-for-bye bye yeah. open relationship couple of our dreams Yeah. Uh, in this world. Yeah, and I think that they... I think the whole... the whole They're in a bye-for-bye bye relationship and it should be an open relationship and it should be, like, more complicated like that. I think that's something that... Well, generally speaking, I think no matter what, Shauna and Jeff need to talk more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they need to have. I just I feel like Shauna needs to admit maybe that she's uh, been in love with her dead best friend for you know, twenty five years and a good, fifteen years before that. Yeah, um, I think it's very much something that she needs to admit to Jeff, and also Jeff needs to admit that he wants to fuck Kevin in the gym. Absolutely, I mean, you know, we've we've all been to gym shower rooms. That's why he loves furniture so much because he's in the closet. Uh, it all makes sense. Guys, the, the theory is real. The, the connection. connections. The writers are so smart. Oh my god. <laughs> Put it on the murder board. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, so that's been, that's been some fun additions from Community Corner. I do like a Community Corner. I love a Community Corner. Send in more fan fiction. Oh, just random stuff that fun you think. Fun facts. Fun facts. Theories. Interesting knowledge you contribute have. to our well of uh lesbian jackie theories absolutely which I am building. oh god i've got so many this has been episode three of the justice for jackie podcast it has join us next friday for episode four and also join us on social media for cocktail recipes and uh some finale theories i guess absolutely Jackie Pod on Twitter, Jackie Pod on Tumblr, and Justice dot four dot Jackie on the Instagram. Instagram wanted to be different. She's yeah. unique. Absolutely. Not like other girls. She's not like the other socials. Uh yeah, feel free to send us fun theories. Thanks for Community Corner. It's been rad. Yeah. See y'all soon. See you later.